This episode of Speak Up Sis Podcast is sponsored by The Grill Rain, owned and operated by Miss Pamela Hall. If you're ever in the Augusta, Georgia, Aiken County, CSRA region, you've got to go over and try the best burgers in town. Just ask around. They're located at 2376 Augusta Road, Gloverville, South Carolina. Currently, they are doing grab and go. So you can call first at 803-341-0158. And then you can just go grab and go and enjoy. Make sure you tell them you heard it right here on Speak Up Sis Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Up Sis Podcast. This is the place where everyday women and men have an opportunity to share their stories to inspire yours. We say what you think no one wants to hear, but everyone needs to know. I'm your host, Angel Charmaine, and I am so excited to be here in the studio yet another Monday night at 8 p.m. And tonight I am extremely excited because I've got two beautiful women here with me and we're going to be talking about a topic that not only affects other women but it, it affects me too. And we're going to be talking tonight about embracing sexy after 40. That part. But before we get into that, I would like to introduce to you all my guest. So let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to start with the beautiful woman that is directly next to me on my left, Miss Beverly Johnson. Welcome to Speak Up Sis Podcast. How you doing? I'm well, Angel. Thank you for inviting me. That's what's up. So I don't know if you all remember, but Beverly was slated to come on the show for another episode. I can't even remember exactly what the title of that particular show was, but we had some technical issues, but I was like, no worries. We're going to have you in-house. And so she decided to actually come in studio instead of streaming. So I appreciate you all the way from Huntsville. Yes, Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, Alabama. So Welcome. If you will, please share with the people a little bit about who you are. Well, thank you for having me. I could not pass up this opportunity to come to the studio to hang out with you. Everyone, my name is Beverly Johnson from Huntsville, Alabama, um, graduate of the illustrious Alabama Agricultural and Mechanical University, home of the Bulldog Nation. I am owner of Genesis Fitness. I have been in the fitness world for about 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And my goal is to help empower women, educate women, and ultimately, as the topic says tonight, embrace their sexy. Mm. <laughs> That's what's up. Well, you definitely got your sexy on. I'm just saying. Damn. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in and being a part of the platform tonight. We're definitely going to have a blue flame conversation. I don't know if you're familiar with the you familiar with blue flame. Yes. All right. So we're going we're going we got a hot topic, and we're going to um, share some things that maybe some people may not want to hear but they definitely need to know right so thank you again Beverly and we're gonna go to the far left y'all know who's in the building this is Belinda Berrien she I call her Belinda Denise Um, you all probably know her as Belinda Denise as well she is a sister of mine, okay? This is my Jesus sister. This is my fit sister. Well, she fitted in me. But my fit sister, she is my speak up sis sister. And um, she drove in as well from all the way from North Augusta, South Carolina to be with us here in the studio. So, Belinda, if you will, please share with the people a little bit about who you are. Thank you, Angel, for having me today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from 
Augusta, Georgia, originally born and raised. Um, I live in North Augusta, South Carolina. Um, I am the owner of No Excuse Fitness and More. Mm-hmm. Um, what my thing is, my goal is to make a difference in every woman's and man's life. Okay. So that's it. That's all. All right. Me. Hey, <laughs> that's it. You need a difference made? We got the lady at the table who can do that. And if you all, we're going to give you at the end of the show how you all can connect with them and all that good stuff because they are good with what they do. And so we'll make sure you all have all that. But tonight, we want to talk about embracing sexy after 40. Because, I mean, when I was 20, you couldn't tell tell me nothing. I had big legs, big thighs, smooth skin, a pretty smile. You couldn't tell you, girl, nothing. I was a brick house. Yeah, not, I, I'm kind of like a house right now, but not necessarily a brick house. <laughs> Don't but do that. Don't but do that. you know, but I'm still sexy. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody tell me nothing now either. So let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> they laughing at me, y'all. <laughs> hey. Hey, that brings me to a question that I received, um, and I was told I need to make sure I ask these questions. So let's start here. Because you all are fitness, um, you're fitness trainers and, and providers, does sexy equal fit, or does fit equal sexy? Hmm. Hmm. Beverly, what you think? In some spaces, no. Okay. Because I know some people that will pound out hours in the gym. Mm-hmm. They will run 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons. But the moment you say you look sexy, they will look at you on a face of disgust. Mm. Because they'll tell you, I'm not trying to be sexy. I'm trying to be fit. Gotcha. And so for me, when I hear the word sexy, I hear confidence. Okay. I hear fierce. Mm-hmm. I hear phenomenal, like, you know, Maya Angelou, phenomenal woman. Phenomenal right. Me. Yes. I, I, I hear that. But for some people, when they hear sexy, they come up with the connotation of sex. Gotcha. And that can be a turnoff depending on your background, where you come from. Mm-hmm. So I have a question that I received. That's me. Sorry. So I've had to be careful when I have clients, depending on their background, and say, you're going to be sexy. Because they were like, well, I don't want to be objectified. So okay. I've had to say, I'm going to make you, we're going to work to help you become fierce. Gotcha. Find your confidence. Find your snazzy. Hit them with the razzmatazz. Okay. Something but not sexy. Because I have to remember um, in some circles, sexy has a negative connotation. Okay. I, I, can, I can dig that. What about you, Belinda? Do you think that sexy equals fit? Or that fit equals sexy? I'm going to piggyback off of what Beverly said. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think um, sexy equals fitness. Okay. I, I, I can't because um, like a, like how she said, um, some clients that I get, they have a, a past a background of sexual, you know. Promiscuity and things yes, of that nature. Yes, And um, when they come to you, they have all that in them. Mm. And you have to actually work around that area. And when you bring up sexy or you just say, I'm going to bring the sexy back in you mm-hmm. or bring it out of you, they just think, oh, my God, oh, my gosh, no, no, no. I don't and, want that. Right. And then um, I think it's confidence. Mm-hmm. I think it's bold. Uh-huh. I think it's, um, it, it's just that attitude. It is a positive attitude, a positive energy that mm-hmm. you, that's within you. Yes, sexy is sex. But however, the sexy means confidence to me. Mm-hmm. But we can use another word for it. Right. However, to bring whatever they have in them out. Okay. So sexy does not equal fitness. <laughs> okay. Know? And and like you said, there are some very fit people not who don't think that they are sexy because they aren't confident. I think we assume that just because people look fit, that they're confident, that they like what they look like, that they, you know, they're vain or whatever. Many people that I have met are always in the gym because they don't like themselves. They, they can't embrace 
you look fabulous. Like you can, you okay? It's a lifestyle. I get that, but you do know you look fabulous. Oh, I don't know. I still over here and over there and over there and around there, and it's like really. So I don't think even when you look outwardly mm-hmm. fit and what other people would consider attractive, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that person feels that way or embraces that. Absolutely not. I can say for myself, I lost 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. And for the longest, I saw myself in my old frame Mm. to the point where I would not buy new clothes because I was not mentally accepting that I was not in that frame I used to be in. Right. So when people would tell me, oh, you look amazing. Like, no, not really. I mean, because I still saw myself pre-shift. And so it took me a while to actually look at myself and embrace myself and, and finally accept that I'm in a new place. Right. And it's okay to accept who you are mm-hmm. and embrace who you are. Right. And with that came a new sense of self-love. Okay. Uh, self-worth. Mm-hmm. And, and so then I started showing up in the world differently. Gotcha. And so it may be perceived that, oh, she's sexy and doing the most. It's just, no, I discovered who I am. Mm. Okay. So let's flip that for a moment. And right now, I just kind of want to get a good feel of what we consider to be sexy before we get into some other things. Is it possible to be sexy and not be quote unquote fit to be fuller figured (laughs) to have a fupa? And saggy, saggy, I was going to say the T word, but saggy boobs. Can you be sexy with the extra? I think so. Yes. Yes, you can. It's, it's, it's a empower. It's a confidence things with Mm -hmm. you, within you. You have to know, you have to own it. You have to learn how to own your own body. You have to you have to learn how to love what you have, mm-hmm. but you got to learn how to dress with it too, as well. You know that mm, brings that confidence because right. if you're if you're out and about and um, you have all this showing, you know I don't know if you're confident with that, you know hanging, you know. But if you pick it up with the undergarment, <laughs> you know, hey, I mean I know it's called false advertisement, but <laughs> but I mean because I've seen some women who are dressed. A little more risque or whatever, and they're not concerned about, and they exude this level of confidence and boldness that you all talk about, mm-hmm. and they're very fierce. And to me, watching them and even listening to them, they sound like they embrace their sexy, their confidence, their boldness, regardless of what's hanging out or or what or what not. So, I mean, but that's not always the case. Because I've had clients that will look at me and they come out, show up in the world, fierce, strong, Mm -hmm. fabulous, and then turn around and say, I hate what I look like. Mm. And so for some people, it's a show. Oh, Beverly took it there. I said (laughs) what I said. I'm going to say I agree with you. I I definitely agree with you. I think on some level, the vast majority of women... Not just women, but we're women. That's what we're talking about, women tonight. Um, you just feel different when you're when you're fitter, when you're healthier, mm-hmm. when you're not carrying around as much weight. Um, when you know when things are a little more lifted or whatever, you fit like physically feel better. You're not as tired. You have more energy and all of those good things when you are a bit more fit. So let me say this, I. I add, and how you doing, Lynette? Lynette Boyd is on YouTube. Those of you who are joining us on YouTube and Facebook on the Speak Up Sis podcast page, thank you so much. You can make sure to drop your comments, questions. If you want to ask questions uh, to the guest panelists today, feel free to do that. We're going to keep an eye on that today. So I want to add another word because you all have said fears. You all have said confident. Y'all have said bold. I want to add feminine. Because tonight we're talking about women. Ain't no men up here. So I'm sorry, <laughs> men, if you're watching. We won't be talking about y'all embracing sexy after 40. Tonight we're focusing on women. I want to throw in feminine because 
I don't think you have to be a size two or four or 22 W to feel feminine and womanly and all that good stuff and walk out into the world with that. And I, to me, the sexiest feeling that I ever have is when I feel feminine, when I feel like a woman, when I walk outside and it's just like, I can feel my hips moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get out the shower, you smell clean, you look, you like, I don't care what I look like, but I, I feel like any man look at me today, you know what I'm saying? He gonna know I'm a pretty beast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that to me is something that doesn't come from size, complexion, or any of those things. Even what you wear, that's that's something on the inside there. I don't know. What do y'all think about that? That is something that no one can give you. Mm. And that's what, you know, I have to have to tell clients where, you know, they'll come and say, I want to look and feel like you. I can't give you that. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, I want to feel this. And there are certain things that you inherently have to unlearn about yourself and relearn or rediscover about yourself. And, and so it's, it's a great thing to, you good. It's a great thing to get it, like you said, to get up in the morning and mm-hmm. look in the mirror and go, mm, yeah, I got that. <laughs> but that's nothing a coach can give you. That's right. nothing a trainer can give you. That is something that you have to develop on your own. Right. And sometimes, like uh, my other Queen B said, there comes where you have to let go of the false narrative that you've been mm. telling yourself, especially if you've endured trauma. Okay, so... Can we talk about a little bit about what is the false narrative? Give me an example of a false narrative that some women may be telling themselves Um, and other people. That you're unworthy, that you may have after having your children gained weight Mm -hmm. and that your husband no longer sees you as desirable, Mm -hmm. that you may have endured a trauma Mm -hmm. and no one's going to want you Mm -hmm. because of that baggage you may bring. Right. And so when you, carry that you show up like that mm. that's good and beverly your tiger stripes <laughs> yes. I mean, they, 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 you know you get those people too i don't like my tiger stripes or the mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. my love handles because mm-hmm. uh, they told me i need to have the world said that you have to have the snatch waist oh, okay yeah because so you better you better be able to snap back yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah so Talk about the cellulite too. Oh, the cellulite. Oh, yeah. I got to get rid of the cellulite. Mm-hmm. Get the BBW, what it is down the big butt thing. Going. I don't know. Yeah. But it's all that. Yeah. They have cellulite mm-hmm. on it. They got to get rid of it. How you get rid of that, coach? How you get rid of that? Right. I got to do how many jumping jacks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Squats. Squats. Okay. Yeah. Squats. <laughs> so, y'all, do y'all think that? That is what people consider to be sexy. When when you all see women come into your gyms, into your spaces, that when they think of sexy, that's what they're thinking, that I need to be flawless. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. A small waist. Small waist. And a round derriere. Yes. Wow. And that's it. That's it. If that's sexy, yeah. then. That's it. I'm just E. I don't know. I don't. I just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Lynette says, full figure, yes, ma'am, is sexy. She says it takes growth in getting to love and know yourself. Hello, Donna McClendon on YouTube. Thank you for joining us. She says you need to be mentally fit. I think that's good. Um, when we talk about embracing um femininity and being confident and being sure and all of those things. I want to talk from the fitness and healthy perspective, because I believe that when you take care of yourself and it becomes a part of your lifestyle, it actually helps you to have a better self image. Your thinking is a bit more clear. Um, like I said, you're, you, 
when you're when you're exercising, when you're eating right, you're drinking your water and all those things. I think there are chemical processes that are going on on the inside. I'm not a health person. I'm not a fitness person, y'all. But I think that those things sort of help to position you to be able to begin to deal with some of those psychological and mental things a little better. When I was running, and I'm, I'm starting back, y'all, but when I was running, there's something about the 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 runner's high the that thing that cleared my mind that allowed me to see myself differently understand things I was a lot more aware a lot more focused it made me want to do things differently do you all think that fitness and wellness and healthy eating and things like that can actually help women get to a place where they can better be able to deal with their mental psychological yes yes it will it, it will um I'll say for me, example, when I stop eating meat <laughs> and I, and a lot of people say, no, no, no. Are you a veteran, uh, vegetarian? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. <laughs> I do eat fish, <laughs> okay. fighting fish. Mm-hmm. But, um, anywho, it takes 30, up to 30 days mm-hmm. for your body to reboot itself. Okay. So whatever you're doing in them 30 days, as in putting in, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to get the output of the, this, the next 30 days. Okay, so, explain that. To- so if I'm not eating meat, when I stop eating meat, my knees stop um, swelling up because I used to run a lot. Okay. But I was eating red meat. Mm-hmm. I was eating pork. Mm-hmm. I was eating turkey. I was just eating because I know I can eat and then go work out. Okay. And that's just a remedy. You know, when people say you go work out, I mean, eat all you can, all you want and then go work out. That's a, that's a fab. That's a whatever you call that. But anywho, I... I disciplined myself mm-hmm. and I cut out the meats. Okay. I did this on myself. I, I made my own self a rat, a rat lab, a lab okay. rat. So um, <laughs> I stopped eating dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, I started eating balanced meals for my body, mm-hmm. made it up. Still of cutting my calories, I increased my calories to 1950. It's amazing I could um, eat 1950 calories mm-hmm. and still lose weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and um, next thing you know, my body shifted. Uh-huh. You know, my workout ethic just like I was like flash. Right, right. Like it, it and um me working out, mm-hmm. I can work out less than work out more mm-hmm. because my nutrition right. is up to par. Right. And how did that affect your mind my, when it came to how you how you saw yourself as a woman? My memory is like from Fifty percent, it went to eighty or ninety percent. Wow! Me becoming more disciplined mm-hmm. on things in life, like one hundred percent consistency. Mm-hmm. My mind frame, my mindset, everything changed. Mm-hmm. My well being, my my health. Uh-huh. It's just like you can. It's it's just like it it, it heals itself. Mm-hmm. And the more you balance your meals. The more you balance your meals and get the right food in it, in her or he, mm-hmm. that means your body, mm-hmm. the more it releases the toxins mm-hmm. and it gets healthy and renew itself. Right. And your mind becomes sharp. Like, I mean, it just within those weeks of time, right. if you be consistent and disciplined on that, it, it changes and people see it. And then they look at you like, wow, how do you do that? Oh, well, I did this. Right. And I will say it also gave me the confidence to go after other stuff. Bam. Because I was like, if I'm able to do this, mm-hmm. wonder if I can go do this on the job. Right. What right. if I can only do this? Because we live in compartmentalized worlds mm-hmm. where we figure fitness here, work here, mm-hmm. finances here. And they're all we have a life pie. And right. they're all interconnected. Mm-hmm. So when you're out of balance on one part of your pie, right? If you're trying to give the world ninety five percent of your pie, mm. and you're living off five percent, mm. you are not going to make it. Correct. Yeah. And so, so many times we're living off five percent, and we're living on fumes. Mm-hmm. But when you finally get yourself balanced, you show up like you know what. I need to get my debts under control. Mm. I need to get this under control. Let me get my love life under control. Uh, Cause y'all ain't going to be on no more. So <laughs> she won't be able to fix my life. So right. I'm not going on Dr. Field. So once you develop that determination in the physical realm, uh-huh. 
it bleeds over to the rest of your life. Right. I'm glad you went there because I think, especially when you see a topic like this, embracing sexy after 40, I think we look at um, being attractive, being sexy, and all these things as something separate from the rest of what we do in our lives. And if you don't feel confident or accomplished or bold in other places, then more than likely, you're probably not going to feel sexy. You're probably not going to feel attractive. You're probably not going to be confident in your own skin and who you are. If you're not confident in other places in your life, if you're not bold in other places, I and so I think sometimes we want to put this by itself. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get fit. I'm going to, you know, get a butt lift or whatever. I'm going to go out here and put on certain types of clothes, right? Me and Fashion Nova about to be best friends and, right? Because we can, we can make ourselves look sexy based on our clothes or what we do to our outer. And it's just this one thing, not realizing that, no, the way to really embrace being confident and bold and uh, and feeling good about yourself is to feel accomplished in your world in your life correct Correct. i always tell this analogy that if i was to sit down with you and ask you to describe to me your perfect car Mm -hmm. you will tell me down to the paint job four-wheel drive Mm -hmm. engine inside leather everything and i will ask you so will you go and put regular gas in it? Mm. And you go, absolutely not, because it is to be valued and it is to be cherished. <laughs> ain't put but no then, cheap gas in my good car. But then I ask you, well, why aren't you honoring yourself the same mm. way? And they look at me like, oh, because if you can honor a material thing, mm-hmm. you're worth that same investment. Right. Exactly. And we don't make that connection that if you can go and, and wash the car, do all this, mm-hmm. Why can't you take time out and have the discipline to take care of yourself? Right, right. And we don't make that connection. I feel you. I feel you. I think health and wellness is a huge part of being able to embrace. um, I'm just going to say sexy because that's what it is Uh to to be able to embrace it. But I also think that we've got to deal with trauma. We've got to deal with past hurts. I think some folks need some therapy. And some other things we can't just like, oh, just embrace, just embrace your feminine energy and all this other stuff. Well, if you've been used and abused, if you've been neglected, if, if all of these things, if you've been abandoned, if you're holding on to all of these things, it makes it very difficult to embrace feeling like you're desirable, feeling like, you know, someone would be attracted to who you are, the essence of you. So I think also not just for health and wellness in terms of being fit, but you got to deal with, you got to deal with your life stuff. I don't think it's possible to just tell a woman, you just need to embrace being said now that you 40 years old and you've got (laughs) 40 year old woman issues. You done been married and divorced. You got all these love handles. You got all this stuff. Girl, just embrace it all girl and go be. No, I think you got to deal with those 40 years worth of life experiences and figure out, you know, what all that is and how it has affected you before you can, you can ever, can you embrace yourself? Can you embrace you? How you embrace sexy when you can't even embrace you? I don't know. Wow. Um, for you saying that, I have a few clients that come in. Fitness actually helps you deal with who you really are. Mm. If you really get a client and then you still, and you give them workouts and, and things that they need, to, even the modified ones, that mm-hmm. the beginners, and if you see how they are going at it, sometimes they give up within seconds mm-hmm. or they'll come back at it or they're not being consistent or that workout they give them, you give them, or they start mumbling or mm-hmm. c- complaining. Mm-hmm. You ever notice that fitness actually show you who you really are mm. every single time without being alone. You're wow. out in the front of people. You out in front of somebody who you don't know, a personal trainer as in me, mm-hmm. Bev or whoever. And it show you who you really are behind closed doors where nobody's watching. Mm. When you give up, 
when you're not being consistent, when you're, when you're not being disciplined, mm-hmm. when you're complaining, your spiritual being ain't right. Mm-hmm. It's unbalanced. Your mind is not focused. It shows all the aspects. And the thing of it is that are you going to handle it there? If you attack that fitness part of you or whatever the case may be, that, that thing that's happening right then and there, mm-hmm. you can go. And that right there makes you you like, oh, my God, I did this. So now I could go to my job. Mm-hmm. I could go to my back home and apologize to my husband mm-hmm. or apologize to my wife or right. apologize to that co-worker that I did wrong or just apologize to self. Say, right. I apologize to self. God, make me right. Right. Because go on to what you said. I had a client once and every time we would get to a certain exercise, she would quit. Mm. She would get to it and she always have a problem. Shoestring, sock. <laughs> um, Not shoestrings and socks. Anything. And I asked her, I said, ask yourself, where else does this behavior show up? Mm. Because every time you get into a tight spot, you pick a fight with me. There you go. Mm-hmm. Where else is this showing up? Mm-hmm. When you're having a conversation with your husband and he's asking you to do something un- awkward when i say awkward like paying bills or having right. to make sacrifices you will pick a fight to get out of the conversation mm. because you're i know you're doing it there because you're doing it here with me right right because fitness makes you address you and your ish i got you i got you so here's my thing there are people who are fit mm-hmm. there are people who don't have any problems going to the gym they're gonna work they're gonna do what you tell them to do they're going to do more than you tell them to do. Fitness is not their thing. And yet they still have gotten to a place in their lives where they are just unable to see themselves as sexy, as attractive, as feminine, as whatever whatever word we want to attach to that. So let's talk a little bit about what people consider to be sexy what does that look like Lynette says in the chat sexy is in the eyes of the beholder we can't have this discussion without talking about perceptions mm-hmm. because I can get as fit as I want to be right I can work on all this stuff and still feel like other people don't find me attractive or sexy or whatever or or whatever and I think it's because of what we think about what is sexy and to be honest and we just gonna be real about it if you don't look like them ladies on Instagram right come on let's let's call a spade a spade Mm -hmm. after 40 (laughs) your titties is sagging I'm sorry I had to say the T word because I don't think y'all understanding what I'm saying. I don't care how much you exercise. You can regain some elasticity, some places or whatever. But some things are not going back to when you were 20. It's just not going to happen. Even if you get the smallest waist, if if your skin did not have a lot of elasticity when you had them babies, there's going to be some hangage. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going to be wrinkly and flabby and moving. <laughs> Those of you listening can't see my hands going like flipper. <laughs> you Come on, let's be honest. So, okay, we get the healthy stuff. Mm-hmm. Great. Even if you do all of that, mm-hmm. I know some women who are in the best shape. I look at them, I'm like, man. Mm-hmm. And they still don't feel sexy. And I'm like, what is it going to take? I will say I was in that category. And it was by default of things I was told growing up. And it took me a while to address that because growing up and and deep, uh, you know, because I'm originally from Mobile, Alabama, Mm. which you can't get no southern than Mobile, (laughs) Alabama. Once you hit Mobile, it's the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. And for whatever reason, the elders thought it was cute to call me Tweety Bird. <laughs> I was Miss Piggy. You know, big head, little body. <laughs> and and oh. so it's cute when you want to call a five-year-old Tweety Bird because, you know, she got the big forehead and mm-hmm. little body. But when you start growing into maturity, yes. I still saw big head, little body. Right. Or, you know, because I have long legs. Ooh, look at the little bubble butt girl. And so right. I carried that into adulthood. And so it took me a while not to see myself as parts, 
but as whole. Mm. And so when fitness and sexy married up, I became a beast. <laughs> and, and not in a sense of arrogance because, right. you know, I'll always tell people I'm the stuff without having to be the S on people. Right. But I know who I am and whose I am and what I was created for. And when you walk in that light, some people don't know what to do with you then. Please share with us how how you began to see yourself as the whole and not the parts. How'd you do it? I think that's the thing that we never, we tell people, like, this is what you do. But how did you do it? I went to therapy. Okay. <laughs> um, we don't want to talk about that T it word. It was a, a mm. lot because... I went through a horrible divorce Mm -hmm. and it broke me down to nothing. Okay. And when I say it broke me down to nothing, I thought I was nothing. I felt like I was nothing. So I walked in the, I showed up in the world numb, like I was nothing. And then one day I was walking by the mirror and you can say the universe, you can say the Holy spirit said, look up Mm -hmm. and said, you are more than what you're selling for in yourself. Mm. Don't you ever look down again. Because you were created for a purpose Mm -hmm. and it's time for you to walk in your purpose. And that is the day I was like, I don't care what nobody says. If you don't want to be with me because I'm divorced, so be it. Right. You don't want to be with me because I may have, you know, tiger stripes and cellulite. So be it. Right. Because your uncle will. (laughs) Um, So it don't. Oh, my God. So it don't matter. (laughs) Um, You may not find me attractive, but somebody will. And instead of me worrying about you, let me go focus on somebody that will find this attractive. Right. That's good. Okay. So get you some therapy. <laughs> get, get you some therapy. I I don't know what to say. I mean, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. We're sitting here, and I think most people who are honest will own the fact that you just don't. Go embrace sexy. Mm-hmm. You just don't. There, there's a process to it because when you're younger, you just fit society's um, perception right. of sexy. Mm-hmm. You just fit it because you're still young and you're still, you know, everything is where it's supposed to be and all that stuff. And and so when you just walk out there, and and we're not talking pretty. That's not what we're talking. We're talking. Sexy. Mm. So when you're younger and you put on a certain whatever, you go out to the club and you just you're young and youthful and spirited and you're enjoying yourself and and it just sort of exudes. But once you got a real job and you tired, right, and you just busy and you got all these things going on, it's like. I don't fit that anymore, and now you want me to embrace it, but I don't look like what everybody says sexy should look like. You can't just go embrace that. You're going to have to deal with some stuff. So you want to know what happens when you stop being a hot girl? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) These two. (laughs) Honey, what happens? Um, if your identity was based on being a hot girl mm-hmm. growing up mm-hmm. and you make that transition into adulthood, you will struggle. Yeah. Because I, I know people like that, that were yeah. so used to having the external validation mm-hmm. because of their physical appearance. Mm-hmm. When things change, they still try to dress like they mm-hmm. used to mm-hmm. and still try to go in spaces like they used to. Mm-hmm. And that don't work when you got a, car, a, a little baby seat in the back. No, there ain't nothing sexy about the baby seat with the spit up on your shirt over here. Is that sad? And you pull up in the van at the club. No, no, no. Well, they say the new 40 is the new 30 and the new 30 is the new 20. No, 40 just 40. 40 is just 40. 40 40. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, when I had my fourth son, I was 28, Mm. married. Four babies, a full on. I was a school teacher of high schoolers. I had a real career, homeowner, own vehicles, all this stuff at 28. And I remember because I, I thought about this when you said pull up the minivan to the club. Who 28 years still want to go out? 28 year old still, you want to still go out? You want to hang out with your husband, you want or your boyfriend or whatever. And um, 
I remember us having to get a larger vehicle before the baby came because it was already the twins and one is three, four, well, there were already five of us. The new baby was going to make six. Okay. I remember distinctly saying to my husband, Lord rest his soul, ain't nothing sexy about a minivan. I was like, I am too <laughs> hot. I said, I, t- I was like, I am far too sexy and young and good looking <laughs> to be driving this Nissan Quest. Mm, and it was white out. with the sliding, <laughs> sliding, sliding, sliding doors with the bucket seats and when the babies got in they were like oh running up and down like it was a school bus Mm, mm, (laughs) mm. Mm. so i didn't feel sexy in that Mm -hmm. you couldn't tell me to embrace my sexy with that and sometimes i think here again understanding what sexy means what defining it for yourself um, dealing with the ideas that you have about what, because clearly my husband thought I was sexy. I was having my fourth child. There was no, he didn't have no issues <laughs> with the sex or the E, or the se- right? But for me, it was like, no, I need to drive a certain vehicle. I need to wear certain clothes. I need to look a certain way. I need to show up in a certain, you know, and that. And only in that space am I sexy. And once you get to, you know, our ages, when you get to be a woman of a certain age, um, we got to deal deal with the fact that that's what we think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think that um, we need to understand that sexy is dealing with your flaws. Oh. Once you understand that... I have accepted my flaws, mm. so no one can attack me with my flaws oh. that you're gonna throw at me. Mm-hmm. Girl, Sexy take these glasses off you. Flaws, accepting your flaws after forty. I, I promise you, I start accepting every little thing about me. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> it's not about sex. You just call it flaws. A spade is spade. Mm-hmm. A king is a king. A diamond is a diamond. It is what it is. But um, I accepted my flaws. So when you throw it at me, if you say, "Oh, Belinda, I see one cell." your light on you oh girl let me get a second one on that <laughs> right I'm sexy i feel confident so my energy is gonna go inside you you're gonna be like wow well i got one breast bigger than the other one man right she make me feel some type of, oh, i like that i like her right. energy so you know what i'm gonna put on my false advertisement that means a, a better bra <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna go and i'm gonna lift these things mm-hmm. up because that girl made me feel some great type of way about myself right. she accepted her flaw and right. she's walking with boldness. And she's so you gave somebody else permission to accept their own. I go. got that. Right. Yes, to accept your flaws and understand and own that flaw, your flaws. Because <laughs> we all have flaws. Yeah. And I have flaws as well. Mm-hmm. But you have to embrace it mm-hmm. and walk with confidence in that. And that that's what flawless mean. Uh, well, sexy means to me mm-hmm. accepting your flaws. But that's what makes you dangerous, too, mm. because then I'm unshakable. You cannot insult me. You cannot say this about me. You can't say that about me because I'm like, I know I told you that mm. I'm of a certain <laughs> age. Why are we having this discussion? Honey, I've had seven surgeries. Yes, I know. It looks like a roadmap. Right. Yes, I know. Right. So why are we having this? Why are we discussion? talking about why this? Why are we talking about partner? this? And so... When you, you know, like Queen, the other Queen B says that when you own your story mm-hmm. and you own your narrative, you show up like what? Like what? What? What we? It's like you know what we trying to do. Okay. So you we trying to go out to dinner, or you just gonna sit here and keep bashing me? Because don't turn. Let's not turn the camera on you, sir. Okay. I, I'm just saying. I listen, y'all. <laughs> Belinda knows. I tell a joker in a minute. I'm, I didn't mean joke. I mean a man. Man, not a joker. Joker, man, I don't know. I tell him in a minute, look, I didn't have four kids. <laughs> I'm divorced. <laughs> this and that. I, I lay it all out. She's still on my phone number because 
I need you to understand I'm good on all of this. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. good on all of this. I'm good with all of this. And when I walk out of the house every day, I put on a sundress or some shoes, flat shoes or whatever. And I'm just like, hello, world. Like, how can you not think I'm a child? Like, what's wrong with you? You You don't. And that doesn't mean that everybody, that doesn't mean that every person who encounters me mm-hmm. will think the way I think about myself. And that's okay. That's not my business. Right. And I think that's another thing. We've got to get beyond understanding sexy in terms of what other people's perceptions of us are. Because what you consider sexy or attractive or whatever may not be what you see when you look at me, but that doesn't deter me. Mm-hmm. From knowing that I am sexy or feminine or whatever. Well, word some we of it use. too is that when someone who has not developed her foundation mm-hmm. sees you walking in your space, mm. that often pulls a cord for them to say, you know, it should be, well, why aren't I? Oh. Walking in my, my, my sexy. Right. Why aren't why haven't I developed the confidence mm. to wear a a sundress. I had a coworker years ago. She said she would never wear a dress. And we were like, why? Well, somebody said my legs were little. I was like, they're little in pants. So, I mean, regardless of. So, and I'm sitting there thinking, you're late 30s, mm-hmm. early 40s, and you won't wear a dress because of what somebody told you when you were 19. Wow. wow. And we carry that. Through our lives. Yeah. And so you see somebody like, she thinks she all that wearing that little sundress. Right. And you got you don't have a care in the world. Right. You're just like, I, I'm owning my space. I love who I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. And some people will project their issues onto you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can believe that. Lynette, I thank you, Lynette, for showing up tonight. Lynette is all in this conversation with us. She says, um, <laughs> She says, God got me to see how beautiful I am. He woke me up one night and told me I am more precious than rubies. I know that's right. She says, after that, I believe it. Accepting my flaws elevated my mindset. She says she started dancing in the mirror naked. Girl, do your thing. She says, you can't tell me I'm not sexy. And this was before Lizzo. Okay, we don't have enough time to address Lizzo because I could address Lizzo but I'm I don't even think we have the time to address Lizzo but um here again because we can also talk about age limits on sexy should we even be trying to uh to be sexy at 19 I mean I'm just saying that I'm gonna ask that can do we need should there even should 19 year olds be thinking about 18-year-olds and 16-year-olds be thinking about embracing their sexy? Well, I know this is a new generation, but (laughs) when I was 18, I was still trying to learn how to wash clothes (laughs) because I was a freshman in the dorm, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't remember what my mama told me, how many of these scoops I'm supposed to put in here. Mm -hmm. So sexy was not even on my vocabulary or my radar, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it should be Mm. because you're still growing into who you're supposed to be. And so when you try to stick that label on, you know, like my grandma used to say, you're going to open up a door you ain't ready to walk into. Mm. And so you, at times, getting ready to rush something that you are emotionally not prepared Mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. And we see it countless times where physically and chronologically you may be in a certain space but emotionally and mentally you can't handle you right. know as my mom says you want that bought sense don't you <laughs> <laughs> you country country, country. I said at the bottom of the state you very country <laughs> that's what's up so, so at what age do you start embracing Listen, now you know the conversation get good when the studio audience stand up and ask questions. Shout out to King's Broadcasting Studios, Gary and Mike in the building. And we got a special pretty little lady. I wish y'all could see her because she came in here like a whole meal. Like she's serving serving dinner for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack. Five star, baby. Yes, embracing her sexy to Shura. Uh, to Sure Talks podcast 
is up in the building tonight. Um, but we do have a question. So tell me what that question was. Again, you said at what age do, you do we embrace? So ladies, at what age do we embrace sexy? Me, 41. <laughs> oh, you, you, oh, we got to get over to 40, huh? <laughs> yes. Why 41? I don't know. I really don't know. I can't. Because I was still, uh, because it was a struggle. When you, I always say, I always say this, I always say this, this is a saying for me. When you don't understand it, it becomes a struggle. Mm. But once you understand it, it becomes a challenge. So when I turn, because I used to hear people, when you turn 40, girl, you're going to, you're going to be like this. You're going to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have, oh, you're going to own it. You're going to love, you're going to Right, right. I was waiting for that 40 inch. <laughs> when it happened, it was like. TikTok, TikTok. Right, right. But that change, it, it started happening as time progressed and mm-hmm. I started learning. My mind started right. to change. My mindset, my my aura, everything. It was like, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, I'm adamant about things. My yes is yes. My no is no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to um, give you a, um, a reason why I say no. No, I'm not able. That's it. Right, right. Yes, I can. That's it. Right. I don't have to explain. I started to understand that at the age of 41. Got you. <laughs> Got you. What about you at what age? 41. <laughs> See, and, and it was mainly because, like you said, I developed a sense of self mm-hmm. where it was, I said what I said. Right. I'm not going, you know, in the scriptures it says, let your nose be nose and your yes be yes. Mm-hmm. And I think once you hit that 41 mark, you stop people pleasing. Ooh. Yeah. You stop trying to accommodate yeah. others and learn to figure out what you like. Because I always think about the scene from coming to America. What do you like? I like what you like. Right. <laughs> I like what you Because you just don't want to leave. Because you are so. <laughs> because. Just want to keep him. Society has told us that mm-hmm. singleness is awful. Right. And that in order to keep somebody, you have to die of all your image mm-hmm. to fit whatever somebody else wants you to be. Right. But once you hit that, so for me, it mm-hmm. was like, no, see, this is what we're not going to do. Right. right. This is who I am. I, this is what I'm working with. Right. Uh, I got Amazon Prime. I got an air fryer. <laughs> You're not going to be talking to me any kind of way. Right. And so that's when that said it. I was like, I got Disney Plus and Hulu. Ooh. He's not talking. You're not talking, You're not to, talking to me. Kind of You're not talking to me. I, I got Netflix, sir. Okay. So I feel you. I'm Listen, we're going to have to go one, two, three. I'm going to say 41 as well. Um, and for me, I honestly don't think women... So I think if we go and ask the majority of women who got a divorce within, I'm going to say in under 15 years of being married, most of them divorced in their early 30s. Most of them got divorced between 30 and 35. Mm. And something happens that older women just didn't tell us. A shift happens in a woman's mind where she begins to think about things differently, understand things differently. She starts questioning things and herself and all. And so now you got this man that you've married. It's not necessarily that you want to leave him, but he's not willing to budge on this new you. But now you're suffocating. And it's like, I can't stay in this because I'm changing. I'm moving. I'm growing. You're not moving with me. Something happens to women in their, er, I'm going to say between 30 and 36, somewhere in there, something happens that shifts the way you see the world and you begin to want to know you more and experiment. I can honestly say, and I am not gloating about this. This is not something that I'm proud of. I became a whole slut bucket. <laughs> I'm not I'm just saying I'm going to be honest they won't they won't be honest about that and maybe they didn't but I'm going to say after divorce it it because and when I say that I mean it is almost like your body even changes physically things do things differently listen <laughs> they looking at me like I'm crazy but I'm telling y'all oh my god it takes to after 40 because your life 
your whole thinking changes. Your body is physically right. changing. Right. Now, I agree with you on that because I look back to my first vacation and, you know, I the and I knew I was changing when my swimwear changed, <laughs> where I went from trying to have that big cover up and mm-hmm. this one piece. Now there ain't nothing in my drawer but mm-hmm. two pieces because I'm like, you're going to get all this magic. Yes. I don't care. You yes. get all this. And, and it was something and, and physically nothing changed. Mm-hmm. But mentally, mm-hmm. everything about me changed yep. because I was like, you are amazing. You open up. And if the world doesn't recognize mm. that, um, I always tell people, you know, you better love yourself like Kanye loved Kanye. <laughs> because if you don't affirm yourself yes. every day, don't wait for nobody else. That's right. So you have to wake up every morning, like, you know, I said, dance in the mirror naked. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying I have, I have not, but I do. Um, <laughs> right. And, you know, because once Meg the Stallion body come on mm. and don't let cash money uh, take over the 99 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. I, I'm feeling you. So listen, ladies, we out of time, y'all. Ooh. We are definitely going to have to have an embracing yes. sexy after yes. 40. We might even have to take a deep dive in some before 40 stuff. I, I'm sure we've got some listeners who are in that 30 range and they like, huh, what? Mm-hmm. Or are they going, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe we can revisit this. Um, I'm going to let y'all know what we're going to do, but we're going to go ahead and wrap for the night. But before we do that, do y'all have some, maybe some words of wisdom that you can share with those women who are, because not even those who are 41 and over, there's still some who haven't uh, taken the time to heal and, and things of that nature. And so even though we're sitting here going sexy is what they call me. Cause I'm so sexy. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Oh, right. There's <laughs> some of y'all ain't old enough to know that song, but what, what can you leave them with to help them at least begin the journey of embracing sexy after 40? I will say it's a process mm-hmm. and that it won't happen overnight and whatever, traumas that may have happened to you and they're not always bad okay it just may be things that people have spoken over you that you need to deal with Mm -hmm. like you know like i said i grew up people called me tweety bird right i didn't think it was cute but i looked at the the damage it left Mm -hmm. that embrace the journey and trust the process that's good and if you need help unpacking it don't fear therapy gotcha and Belinda, give wrap us up in about a minute. Um, I'll just say embrace your flaws. You got to learn how to embrace your flaws. Once you identify your flaws mm-hmm. and and get therapy with your flaws, you know, and talk with someone who will help you to unpack your baggage mm-hmm. and identify your flaws and accept your flaws and walk into your purpose. Gotcha. That's what's up. I think the experts have said it, y'all, because I'm not an expert. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> All I'm going to say is um, just love who you see in the mirror. Right. Um, I had a coach who gave me an assignment. I talked about this this morning. Um, a coach gave me an assignment to look in the mirror for 30 days and tell myself that I loved myself and to... Um, pick things about me that I could physically see characteristics and traits about myself that I loved and tell myself I love myself in the mirror but naked and I'm telling y'all I couldn't do it for 60 seconds by the third try I was in tears because I couldn't honestly say that I loved my wide nose and I love my big eyes and I love my fat behind, you know, my wide, flat SpongeBob SquarePants body. I just could not tell myself that. I just couldn't. And they're laughing at me, but I'm serious. So what I'm going to say is try it. Try standing in the mirror, just like we all have said we've done and learn how to just love all of you. And I'm going to leave you with that tonight. Um, you can reach the ladies very quickly. How can people reach you, Beverly? Uh, my website, beverlykjohnson.com. 
That's what's up. And Belinda? Noexcuse-fitness.org. That's what's up. And you all know you can find out all things Speak Up Sis along with Speak Up Sis podcast at speakupsis.com. Don't forget, subscribe to Speak Up Sis YouTube and follow us on Instagram at Speak Up Sis podcast. Y'all have a good night. We'll see you next week. 